Hello and welcome to the Casuals to Degenerate podcast. I'm your host, Luke Probasco, and with me always is my co-host, oh no, he's not here. Jacob, where are you? Nowhere. Hey, I got some people filling in for Jacob. It takes two men to do this job. I got uh, Ian is filling in, and then uh, Bear with a guest appearance. going to talk about some of his picks later, but he's kind of our wild card. Welcome, guys. Hey, Luke. How's it going? Roar! <laughs> oh, it's, going pretty, it's, good. <laughs> it's going pretty good. What are you drinking over there? Is that water full of hot dogs? What is that? Uh, West, uh, more taste, less filling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hot dog water. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it here, guys. So, first of all, I want you guys to go down, download the episode. I want you to rate and review if you have the ability to. Um, that would really help out. Um, I think you guys just listened to it in the chat, but I need you guys to go out and download it. Um, don't have, you know, I do have a quick hitter for you guys. You guys are making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Do you put the peanut butter on first and then dip the same knife back into the jelly? Or do you do jelly and then dip it into the peanut butter? been a hot minute since I've made one, but I would say... Ian, you have a child. How can you have not made a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? She's not a fan. She's not a fan of those yet. So, but if I were to make one, knife goes in the peanut butter first, and then the same knife is used for jelly. My knife goes in the peanut butter and then stays in peanut butter because I don't like jelly. What? Who doesn't like jelly? What's wrong with jelly? I just don't like preserved fruit give me fruit in its normal form please so you put like grapes on your peanut butter sandwiches no no i just i just don't want it on any i just want peanut butter and sandwich that's all i want i think i honestly think you were single with dogs too long (laughs) well a lot of people thought that I I am also knife into the peanut butter and then into the jelly. If you disagree with this, I need you to comment in our league chat, and I need to know, like, how fucked up are you? So, all right. So, NCAA news, pretty low-key. Herm Edwards is out at Arizona State University. Kind of saw that coming. I think this makes Jacob and I two for two so far. I think called the Scott Frost, Herm Edwards. Uh, the other one would be, um, why can I not think of his name, over at Auburn. Um, can't for life of me remember his name. But, uh, Gus Malzahn? No, Gus Malzahn's at USF. Or uh, oh, Central the Florida. The most recent Auburn coach? Yeah. Brian Harson. Yeah, Brian Harson. I think he's he's out this, this year, and if they don't do well against Missouri, I think it's – might be happening sooner rather than later. Um, other piece of news, Keishon Boutte is not going to play this week. Uh, his girlfriend is having their child, so he's missing the game for the birth of his firstborn child. <coughs> of course, yeah, that makes sense. Now I'm just kind of w- wondering what other uh, 
excuses come up that he's not able to play the rest of the year with uh, that awful LSU team. So he's just resting up. Yeah, I, I don't His know. His nipples hurt after breastfeeding, I'm sure, or something. You know. Yeah, that's about all the NCAA news that uh, has come out so far this week. Ian, do you got some NFL news for us? Yeah, so NFL news, uh, just a few nuggets. Obviously, there's a bunch of injury updates and whatnot, but didn't want to go through all that. Um, Just kind of the big ones uh, from the previous week. So Thursday, last Thursday, Chargers and Chiefs kicked off Amazon Thursday night football. Um, Turned out to be a a pretty pretty good game, uh, pretty good viewership. But I did notice there was some – disgruntled fans out there um apparently not everyone has amazon prime so uh i didn't know that was the case but uh people don't have amazon prime like what world are they living in messenger pigeons i don't know morse code i mean they're they're still sending pages out to pagers They've they've got the big uh, cell phone box that you put in your car. They've got you know the phone that's hooked up on the wall in the living room that's got a super long cord, um, so you can take your call in the other room. I think those are the type of people. I thought it was pretty well done. You know, it was a pretty good uh, production. Um, I got pretty good internet at my house. I didn't have any issues with buffering or anything, but uh, it was pretty good for a streamed live event. I got it going right now. No issues. I have yeah. not. I have not watched this this week's, but last week's. Mine was like watching a Japanese. Uh, was it like King Kong or Godzilla movie? Like none of the, none of the lips matched to any of the words that were going on, and I just had oh, to like I had to turn off the sound because I just I couldn't listen to it anymore. So maybe there were some issues out there, but no, here at uh, my house in Ankeny, that didn't. Apparently, apparently, I don't make enough money to have the good internet. I I don't know if fibers made it way to made its way to Muscatine, Iowa yet, but we got fiber in this town. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, the other nugget, uh, you just hit it on it, Luke. But uh, we're doing this on Thursday this week, so uh, a little bit different than your Wednesday. Uh, day so we actually have a game going on uh it's what uh, a little over four minutes left in the third and Steelers are up by one 14 <laughs> so other than that uh those are my those are my kind of my tidbits for NFL news all right well we only had I actually didn't check this out today but did we have any more waiver pickups uh today? I last I had seen, I was the only one that had picked up anybody. Yeah, you were the only one to pick one up. So I did not reach out to Colin to get his disappointing waiver claim of the week since there was only one, and I didn't think it was that bad of a, a pickup. I mean, granted, I typically don't want any UNLV players, but he's not doing too bad. Need that what? depth. 
So that's why you picked him up is for for depth. Like you never want to play him. You used one of your four waiver pickups to play to like pick up a guy to never play. Well, him. no, he's coming straight. He's right in the starting lineup right now. <laughs> you think that's going to help your matchup this week versus me? Well, yeah. I mean, I know it's going to help. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, because your team's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't quite go that far. I would. I would. So, I mean, they got Utah State State today, so we or this weekend, so we know what's going to happen there. So we had a big week uh, in week two. We had a Malik Willis uh, sighting. He went one for four for six yards, had four carries for sixteen yards and a fumble. My uh, argument has always been he's he's a good asset for fantasy football. I'm okay with that. But he is not a good quarterback. It's like Blake Bortles isn't a good quarterback, but he was, you know, good for fantasy football. Like I think he's mobile enough to be good for fantasy football. But dude re- gave me like big Kirk Cousin vibes. Like those lights went on, and he just like pissed his pants. Don't know what to do. I mean, and not good Kirk Cousins. Like oh, he's like a good quarterback. No, like not good, not good at all. What did you guys think? Yeah, I can't remember the circumstances on how he found the field, but was they, it garbage time or injury? They, they, they were uh, getting blown out. He got waxing. Yeah, he got blown out, and he went in like the third quarter. That explains it. So I wasn't even watching at the time. <laughs> yeah, I got the alert. Jacob, you know, said he was in the game, so I had to turn the game on and start watching. And then, like within a couple plays of me watching, he ran into one of his offensive linemen and fumbled the ball. It was like, perfect. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he's definitely got a lot of work to do and he's not on a team that's going to help him with that. I mean, they're running offense and they play defense. That's, that's what they do. I mean, they want him to be a passing quarterback. He's got a long ways to go. But so do some other players in the league. Yep. So our trade counter has been stuck at 56 for a while. I mean, I had a trade offer to me, but then all of a sudden it got, you know, re- like taken back by the time I can look at it. They could have had another trade. Who knows? Tweet, you, you're getting any trade offers out there? Yeah, yeah, I got. I, I got this guy hassling me a little bit. We're going a little back and forth, back and forth. I want a couple guys, and he's just not not budging, even though I'm giving up some guys. So, well, of course you're going to give up some guys. It's a trade. <laughs> well, one of them plays for his beloved Falcons, if you know what I'm saying. Oh Jesus! <laughs> yeah, here we go. Nate wants some guys. Doesn't want to give up guys. What's Nate doing? Come on. I don't know. I don't know. He just doesn't want to give me some love. So I, I, I gave him the I'm thinking about it, but I'm coming back with a counter tomorrow. Ooh, man. Can't wait. Ho- hope to see a trade go through. It's going to be a big one if it uh, if it does. Big on big for you or big for him? Big on both sides? Big on both sides. Probably seven, eight players. Whoa. Wow. Blockbuster. Ian, yep. you, you sending out any trades? You got any trades coming in? Uh, there's one that uh, we've been having some going back and forth on. So Good. I'm glad to hear there's, you know, yeah. at least some action. There might not 
the least there's talking going on. It might not come down, but at least people are people are open to it. So, I want to recap our week three. There's not many fantasy points this week, but there were a lot of close matchups. We had three of our five games had a total difference of 21.82 points, which is pretty darn close. So, let's get into it. We have... Luke 2-0 versus Grimm 1-1. So, let's see here. I want to talk. i got to get this game up here. I'm going to talk about Donaldson and McBride for Grimm's team. McBride put up, kind of carried his team with 46.3 points. Um, he had 223 yards rushing, four touchdowns for UAB. Um, the other one I want to talk about is C.J. Donaldson, West Virginia's tight end, freshman tight end, who's pretty much been their number one running back, puts up 28.1 points. Those are the guys that pretty much led Grimm. And let's see here. And then for – I want to talk about Sanders and injured guys. So then for – me, I am going to talk about Raheem Sanders, which Grimm traded to me earlier in the offseason. He had 36.2 points, two receptions for 75 yards, a touchdown, 167 yards rushing, and a rushing touchdown with also having a fumble. The other thing is just I want to talk about my injured guys. I had um, Cedric Tillman got hurt in the game. He left. He'd only scored me 3.6 points. Trayvon Henderson left. He got me 7.9 points. Jackson Smith and Jigba coming back from injury got me 5.3 points. It's just been a lot of a lot of injuries, and I, I I put up 292 points. So still almost put up three hundos. So I'm feeling pretty like I'm feeling pretty good about my team, but it. They're not quite firing on all cylinders. Um, but Grimm put up his highest point total of the year, but that was still not enough. This game turned out to be the biggest blowout. I won 292.72 to 230.44. Chalk that up to the bear was right. Let's see here. Next, next we have a 1-1 one one tweet versus 0-2 Ian. So right now, Ian's team reminds me of an album that came out when we were in like fifth or sixth grade. So I'm going to play the song for you guys real quick. At least the intro. Introducing the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. I don't know if you guys remember that Limbiscuit. Did you guys hear it? No. Not at all. You couldn't, couldn't hear it on our end. You couldn't hear that? Uh, I hope I hope it caught it on here. But that is Limbiscuits uh, presents the Chocolate Starfish and the Hot Dog Flavored Water album. I'm pretty sure it would have came out when we were like fifth or sixth grade. But like Ian's starting to add Chocolate Starfish to his hot dog water. It, it's, uh, it's not going great over there. So... Ian, for your let's see, I gotta get your guys' matchup up here. So yeah, Anthony Richardson very poor for performance last week. Um, Southern Florida barely squeaked by. 
That man is. I mean, we talk about somebody that doesn't know how to pass, like Malik Willis style. That man. Oh. So Anthony Richardson scores two point eight eight points, and like I just don't like he looked so. Week one to now is just it's amazing. Everyone. I don't want to say everyone. A lot of people are talking he would be like 101 in super flex picks if he comes out next year after week one, and it's been a a hard fall. I also want to talk about Worthy. He scores you 8.1 points. I'm a little nervous about Worthy going forward with Hudson Card. I mean, you really need him to have Ewers there throwing him the ball because like, he's not performing well. Hasn't performed well all three weeks. Jermaine Burton, talk about, like, just disappointing 2.6 points for you this week. I don't know. Maybe 2.6 points is the most points he's scored you this this year. Like, guy, it's it's been a – you've got a lot of really good names that just have not really done anything. Yeah, it's been, it's been pretty frustrating, you know, uh, Start your studs, right? Start yeah. your start yeah. your studs. Uh, start your studs. <laughs> <laughs> someday, someday it'll they just, work. They aren't showing up, and man, yeah, it's 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 hurting. And then, but luckily, um, you started Anthony Richardson, who scored you the two point eight point two point eight eight points, and and left your newly acquired toy Austin Reed on the bench with thirty point nine six. I think. What that game showed me, you know, they're going up against Indiana and you got a power five team. Don't know how to feel about it. Well, now I feel like he's a must start every single week going forward. I think he's a sophomore, only going to get better. Like, I think he's just going to, he's going to be one of your staples of your lineup going forward, I think. Because this is probably one of your scariest matchups and he did, he performed very well. I, I can agree with that statement. It's I mean, you're not going to sit K.J. Jefferson, though. You're not going to sit Mordecai either. So that means you're just rolling without Richardson at all. Yes. Which, I mean, to pick up my lineup this week, that's exactly what I'm doing. So, uh, yeah, right. Richardson at this point, it's just too much of a wild card, and it's SEC time. So, um, banger bust, and he's busting way too much. At this point, against shitty opponents. At this point, what I would hope from Richardson is he either figures it out, or he comes back next year, and he transfers somewhere that can utilize his talents, and he doesn't go back to Florida. But I, I think there is still the Devi potential, as just more so an athlete, not like kind of like the Malik Willis of he can run around, he can make things happen. At this point, like, I don't know if you can really teach him the accuracy and all that stuff. Like, I, from what it sounds like with talking with people who are much smarter than I am, it's kind of like, you, you know, you have it figured out by a certain point in college or you don't. You, you don't really learn it after a certain point. So, and then Tweet's team... I want to talk about Michael Penix Jr. has gotten just like this resurgence since going to Washington. Usually the guy is injury prone, injured all the time. So far, balling out, he has 40.28 points. Nathaniel Dell has 13.9 points, gets injured in this one. I have yet to hear if there's any update on if he will play this week or not. 
but somebody to keep an eye on. And then uh, Amuka, Ameka Abuka so- scores 30.9 points. Uh, next week they have Wisconsin, and I like Wisconsin's defense. I'm a little bit nervous. I'm curious. I'm curious to see if all three of these wide receivers, JSN, Abuka, and Marvin Harrison Jr. all ball out. I have a feeling with that defense and how slow they play, I just don't know if there's if everybody's going to do well this week. So I think this might be kind of a down week for the two two of those wide receivers. I think um, whoever I th- probably JSN will probably be in the slot, but I think whoever's in, in the slot the most will probably benefit the most. Well, I think that stuff. I mean, it's an interesting dynamic there. Nabuka went from dropping passes to, like, just straight-up balling out every week so far. Yes, there's injuries, but you got to play him now. I mean. Yep. So, Tweet tweet runs away with this one. Uh, 256.34 to 201.64. Um, Ian's team currently reminds me of just a, a dazed boxer. and Ian needs a motivational speaker for his kids going into week four. Ian, you're currently one of two teams without a win, but there's still time. We got six teams that make the playoffs. You're not out of it yet. You had a late surge last year. You still got a chance. You can make it happen. Keep my hopes up. Yeah, I still like my team, but, yeah, they need to step it up and perform. I wouldn't want to see me as a lower seed in the playoffs. I know that. Um, yeah, I got to – I got I'm. you know, I need to get a bye so I can try to avoid – Avoid a, an Ian upset. Did you have any motivational speakers come in this week before uh, games kicked off today? Yeah, I'm still trying to find somebody. <laughs> I mean, it's getting a little bit late now. I don't know. I don't know if you're going to find. Brown didn't need the speaker, so. Okay, is he balling out tonight? It's looking that way. Like I said, uh, yeah. If, if it's a blowout, I can see him being uh, sat on the bench towards the end of the game. But he's putting up a decent number already. Yeah, he's chilling with eighteen point seven, one on one on the on the day. Woo. All right, so moving on to our next one, Corey's one and one, Jacob's zero and two. Uh, at this point, I'm just going to call Jacob the waiver wire warriors. Um, you know, he picks up Keon Coleman, and then with Reed out for the week, he goes. F- 36.6 points, nine receptions, 116 yards, two touchdowns, and then two two-point conversions. He also picks up off the waivers Evan Hall, who scores 27.7 points, eight receptions for 33 yards, 124 yards rushing, and a touchdown and a lost fumble. So far, like his guys that he is picking up doing well. Uh, Kenny McIntosh had a down week at 4.4 points. But, uh, yeah, I think all the guys so far that that uh, Jacobs picked up has really helped him. And then on Corey's side, I want to talk about Stokes for Tulsa. Um, Keelan Stokes has been doing really well. He's got He had nine receptions, 153 yards, and touchdown good for 30.3 points. Um, let's see here. Who else do I want to talk about on his team? Dominique Lovett has been, Lovett has been 
putting on a show so far in Missouri. This week he had seven receptions, 132 yards, and two touchdowns. Good for 32.2 points in our league. Carrying um, Corey's team that week. But I mentioned it last week about Brennan Armstrong and just being worried about this Virginia offense. It's just not like it was last year. And that is going to be one of your Achilles heels, I think, this this week, Corey. I mean, you you know, I'll, I'll finish this blurb up here, but Jacob pulls this one out in a nail-biter by 7.3 points. He wins 274.22 to 266.92. I mean, I'm going to try to look here at your – I mean, you didn't have a better option – you could have, I guess, you could have played Grant Wells, and he would have scored you enough points to win. But Brennan Armstrong is going to be one of those inconsistent guys that probably is going to hurt you more times than help you, Corey. Um, Ian Tweet, you got any thoughts or comments on on this game? I mean, his, uh, his a couple of his quarterbacks let him down, but man, down his roster, he had some guys put up some some good performances. Um, Ramon Davis. 30.4, Will Shipley, 29.3. I mean, that's just like another quarterback in your lineup right there. Grant DeBose, 29.5. And, the, and then the guys you already hit on. I mean, his his bent, or the rest of his roster carried him when his uh, quarterbacks let him down. But obviously, that's what cost him the, the win. It's I a, mean, he's he's one and two, but he's, he's scoring at a clip with the top five teams. I mean, actually above the fifth place team. So... He's one that you don't want to play against, and but it, his problem is his quarterback play. That's where he's having his issues. And it's amazing because last year he had three great quarterbacks that pretty much like pulled him along like all year long. So, tale of two different years there. Our next game is Chad. He's one and one against Patrick. Zero oh and two. I'm going to talk about uh, Patrick's team, Shepard. I mean, we kind of dogged him last week, me and uh, Jacob did, and, and even uh, Colin's disappointing pickup of the week was, um, oh, where is he? Will Shepard, and he has 10 receptions, 171 yards, Two touchdowns, good for thirty nine point one points. Just he showed out. I mean, granted it's NIU. I don't expect much going forward from the guy, but he must have. It must have been bulletin board material for Patrick's team putting that up there. He did, he balled out. Um, and then your your quarterbacks in general, Patrick, kind of just lackluster. JJ McCarthy. In a blowout, only puts up 9.26 points. Jackson Dart in a blowout. Um, doesn't look all that great right now at Ole Miss, but he puts up 10.28 points. And then DJU actually looked the best um, with 221 yards passing, two touchdowns, and 62 yards rushing for 27.04 points. So that – the quarterbacks are, are a bit of a concern. And then on Chad's team, I want to talk about Stetson Bennett. Like, he could be an insurance salesman, you know, next come next year. 
just leading your team with 32.96 points. I think there's a legitimate shot Stenson Bennett gets drafted and is like ends up like a Jimmy Garoppolo type um, where he's just like behind somebody forever and then maybe gets a shot due to injury and does like okay like a Colt McCoy like I could see that type of like ceiling for him of just being a career backup um, but after that it's just like Jake Hayner got hurt got you 5.88 points Zach Charbonnet, didn't, like, it was a close game against Southern Alabama, and he only scored 13.9 points. Trayson Potts has been killing it in the rushing game, only 5.1 points. Just a whole bunch of people that just disappointed. Sean Tyler, 1.3 points. So, in this one, Chad was lucky to come away with a 2.74 point win. He wins 171 points. 62 to 168.88. That would have been a tough pill to swallow. Chad's been putting up great points the last few weeks. And if he would have lost to Patrick, I mean, that would have been. That would have been awful. The fact that you just broke down that fucking pillow fight of a matchup blows my mind. <laughs> like, like. What like there's players that are putting up almost that many points this year? It's just a pillow fight. There was no good. There was no, no great. There was nothing. It was trash. Hey, I'm here for the people. They want to hear about their teams. And I'm mad because Patrick didn't get my upset of the week. You were close. You were close. In the game of the week. We have the 2-0 Fighting Nates uh, against uh, the 2-0 Fighting Bretts. And this one, both teams' quarterbacks came to party. We had Will Levis with 29.78 points. Jaron Hall, 27.9 points. C.J. Stroud looked amazing, 45.58 points. On the other side, for Brett, we had Hunter Deckers with 32.62 points. Dylan Gabriel looked Athletic, huge touchdown run. He's 32.7 points, and Spencer Sanders at 33.58 points. It was just, this is what you want from your quarterbacks. Those high 20s, low 30s, if you can get that consistency week to week, you're going to be pretty tough to beat. Both of them were able to uh, put that up this week. So then it comes, you know, to the next guys where um, – Corum had a big game. He had five rushing touchdowns, only 71 um, rushing yards, but that was good enough for 37.1 points. While Mo Ibrahim had 202 yards rushing, three touchdowns, good for 38.2 points. So it was like they almost had a fourth quarterback out there. In general, this was a great game. Um, Nate ends up pulling this one out, 280.96 to 269.2 he gets a, a win by 11.76 points um something i want to point out here brett i mean you lost this one it was a tough loss to take jordan mims has been averaging two touchdowns a game he gets you that you win this week the other thing is uh you played ben sims who is injured 
Uh, didn't set backups. By the way, we're no longer doing backups. Forgot to do that in a kind of our, our notes for the league. No more backups because fan tracks can't understand when to sub people in and out. Um, so had you – I mean, you probably wouldn't have played the freshman tight end from Oklahoma State who hasn't got a target all year. You're probably putting in strange for Penn State. You put him in there, you win the game. So that that was a a, a big – Big game this week. Tweet, this was your game of the week. What What were your thoughts? I mean, great game. Honestly shocked that Nate pulled it out, but definitely that's what you want to see. I mean, the quarterback play, yeah, he could have got a couple extra points from uh, Mr. Cunningham, but that is what it is. I mean, you're, you're splitting hairs there, but I mean, you're – you're not going to have a better lineup than some of these guys right now. So it's a it's tough, tough loss for Brett, but I, I think uh, I think he's got a good chance to bounce back this week against the hot dog waters. Um, and honestly, Ibrahim is just a fucking stud. That dude is just going ham every week. Uh, I don't know if you if you paid the. Like, you seem to be really into it this year, Tweet. I don't know if you're more into college football this year than you were last year, but Mo Ibrahim tore his Achilles last year. He sure did. And won, right? I mean, it was pretty early, so I just can't believe, like, granted, he hasn't, he's not, like, the most explosive guy in the world, so it's not like he probably lost a lot, but, like, and again, it's college football versus NFL, but look at, like, Cam Akers versus... Trace on Potts, and it, it's amazing. Or Mo Ibrahim, sorry. Mo Ibrahim, not Potts. But, yeah, it's. Yeah, he's come back strong. That's for sure. All right. Um, that's all we have for our matchups. We'll get into our power rankings after week three. And instead of me doing this, Ian, I'm going to throw it to you because uh, you and Grim have uh, – put together these collaborative power rankings. First of all, I want to know how how do you guys come up with the power rankings? Like I just envision Grim tells you what it is and you're like, you know what, Grim, those are like the best power rankings I've seen. Those look good and then you you pass them along to me. Is that kind of how it goes? You know, it's a it's a very scientific process. <laughs> uh, you know, uh yeah, it's usually already done in the five-star notebook before I can even, like, put my thoughts into it. So, Grim usually does spit it out first, and then I uh, and then I take a look and suggest uh, my tweaks. That's usually how it goes. But, you know, what, what we're paying attention to, you know, just like you see the NFL power rankings and um, all the – all the media that puts all that bullshit together. Um, we just focus on overall record. Uh, that's pretty. That's weighed pretty heavily uh, week to week. Obviously, the, the top performers are going to be towards the top. Um, points and performance, overall team construction and, and roster construction, future forecast. Um, that's usually what we're paying attention to. And then, uh, yeah, I mean, we love the feedback on the podcasts and, and the criticism. We love it. So bring it. You bring so, it. So. I do have one question. So points do matter. So if I start sitting my guys because it's a blowout and that's not going to look good, like this is like, what is it, the BCS 
type format again where I, I need to keep my guys in all the time. Yeah, yeah, pedal to the metal. It's it doesn't you need to play good, look good, win good. Yep. Okay. That's good Pretty to know. But no, I'll run through the what we uh landed on this week. So um after week three in the in the college side, uh Luke went up one to the number one spot. Um Nate took a jump two two spots to number two. Brent went down uh, two spots after his loss to number three. Tweet uh, jumped back up one to the four spot. And then uh, Golden Donors, whatever the hell he calls himself, <laughs> Chad went down two spots. You know, he had the, the, close, the close win there. But, uh, you know, the, the teams above him we felt uh, belonged there. Uh, ahead of him, still has a still has a decent record, but uh, fell down a few spots. Um, Corey comes in at number six. No change from last week. Uh, Belleville, Jake, uh, your your super co-host, jumped up two spots to number seven. Uh, Grim stays right where he was at number eight. Uh, myself, Ian, Team Hot Dog Water, <laughs> goes down two spots. To the nine hole, and then uh, Patrick is is bringing up the rear still in the ten spot. I would have thought that Belva would have been at number one by how he was talking in that chat. Like that guy got so excited for a win. It's like you know, pretend like you've been there before. I know he hasn't been there a lot, so. But you know, think about his team if he had some quarterbacks. He doesn't have any more waiver wire pickups. Like he's gonna have to make some trades if he wants to do something. I know a guy, waiver wire warrior. Yeah, I mean, uh, but you know, he kind of <laughs> tweet knows a guy. Kind of hurts himself. You know, he started towards the bottom, kind of hurt himself. He, he he said he didn't even care about the college side. It's 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 strictly a a farm team. I think that's the name of someone else's team, but yeah, it's it's strictly uh, Debbie based. But no, his his waiver wires is that, helping. That other farm team comparing te- himself to a farm team. I mean, that's the most basic roster we've ever seen in college football. You know what you're getting every week. Grimm's team is like the Iowa fucking Hawkeyes. Every week, you know what you're getting. Trash. I I just like I do want Grimm to comment. Why is your team the farm system? Like, is it because they're not good? Like, usually the farm system means, like, you cultivate good talent and then they come up to the bigs. But, like, I'm not seeing it. Like, His it's best a, players for 3-0 and Kansas? Jesus. It's like non-GMO crops, and it's like crops that, like, people don't want to ever buy in a store. Like, you go to Walmart, like, we'll put this in the store. And like, nah, nah, we're good. We don't want it over here. I don't and I'm glad it. this has turned to an agriculture show. <laughs> well, hey, I, do, I mean, I do work for Bear uh, Crop Science, so. Should I, I get my wife down here? Sure. She what works for Forteva. Okay, perfect. Um, Let's see here. What else? Come on, now, guys. He's got, he's got a freshman quarterback that goes to Iowa. He's the quarterback in, in, in the waiting, so he's, he'll be fine. Ian, I need to know about your fall. You, you've got this team. It looks really good on paper, and then that's about as far as it gets is paper. 
what what's going on? Are you riding the guys too hard? Um, do they not want to play for you? Like what what's going on? Slow starts are a common theme here, man. Like it's like Matt Campbell era so far, um, except for this year. It's just slow starts are our thing, and then hopefully we can turn it on at the end. So let's hear. And then tweet. Or I want to talk about uh, Nate. He takes out Brett, goes up a couple spots. He's an, ahead of Brett, staying there at the number two spot. What do you What do you have to say about Nate's team? He's going. He's sitting at the number two spot. I'm sitting at the number one spot. I'm a little nervous because, you know, he just knocked off Brett, who's a very good team. I feel like he's coming for my spot, and I don't like it. Some of these guys, these studs, need to start producing for everyone. Yeah, like you said, some of the scores were, have been down. There's been a lot of inconsistency from some of these uh, studs that we're all starting. Nate's got some producers, but... We'll see what actually happens when SEC starts up, and we'll see how Will Levis does play. I mean, uh, peek behind the curtain. Uh, not, not good. Not good. Tweet. Tell me about your team. I want you guys to talk a little bit about your team since uh, you guys aren't on here all that much. I want to hear about your team. Like, what's going on there? The college team. I mean, it's it's. You got to start your right quarterbacks. That's what you got to do. Well, it's hard when you got so many to pick from. Well, and yeah, and then they're all scoring 30 some odd a week, except for the one week. I mean, I could have really done well this past week if I would have played our boy from Michigan State. But meanwhile, I played him the week before and he caused me to lose. So it's just a, <laughs> it's a, it's a tough battle. But I don't know. I'm just kind of, kind of building on some, some players that are probably not Debbie. I, I'm going for it this year, so oh. um, I'm just trying to trying to get myself uh, a group of guys out there that will that will ideally give me a chance to win the championship. All right, I'm. I feel like maybe. I mean, maybe there's something I could do, but then I feel like then I'm just losing spots, and then I'm not making myself better on the college side, but maybe if there's a NFL guys that you're willing to give up. Oh yeah. I I'm always open for business. Always. Not just with Nate. Okay. Even though he says I'm on his no trade list or he's on my no trade list. Hmm. All right. Well that does it for the NCAA side. Um, Let's see here. So we talked about the power rankings. Uh, let's get into the week four previews. So we got three and zero Luke taking on Tweet at two and one. Jacob one and two versus Nate three and zero. Grim two and one versus Patrick zero and three. Ian zero and three versus Brett two and one. Chad two and one versus Corey one and two. Bear, let's hear the picks. All right, I'm uh, I'm here to uh, make these live, just to let everybody know out there in the podcast land, the bear is eleven and four on the year, eleven and four. He screwed up by picking hot dog water last week <laughs> against himself, and that was a rookie move. But we're back, so. 
Game of the week. We're looking at it. The Bear versus Luke. You think that's going to be the game of the week? Game of the week, all week, every week. <laughs> Definitely game of the week. Okay. This is going to be a, a matchup for the ages. It's it, it's only week four, but it's a big deal. This is the week Lucas Probasco goes down. Tweet rides those quarterbacks, including Penix, to the W. Will Rogers, bounce back week, gets the win. Sorry, Luke, you're going to lose this week. How? How am I going to lose this week? Well, I mean, let's just face the facts. Your your team is going to really, really fail. <laughs> okay. Pretty bad. I mean, you've convinced me. The line on that USC game keeps going down. Caleb Williams probably has a broken arm. Yeah, who knows? I I am definitely worried about that. Um, yeah, I bet on USC they were plus seven or they were minus seven at Oregon State. Then it went to minus six and a half now today it's a minus five and a half i'm just like what am i missing like i feel like usc is way better than oregon state but what do i I just basically basically i learned the bear learned last week don't pick against yourself so (laughs) okay next i mean i got jacob versus nate Eh, this is a an interesting uh interesting uh matchup here i mean Jacob's riding high, waiver wire pickups, blah, 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 all that. Nate's riding high. He's got his best college team since, well, since Virginia Tech in the, in the Beamer areas. So it's been a while, but uh, I'm, I'm taking Jacob as a little upset of the week. Whoa. I, think, I think I like the fact that he's coming in on a high note and – I think Daniels is the real deal, unlike Richardson. And I like Gibbs this week, too. Jacob over Nate. The next matchup I got is something I am deeming the cousin rivalry. I think there should be a trophy. I don't know what it is. But, I mean, as cousins, there should be. Some sort of trophy. Yeah, there needs to be something, and it needs to be happening around Thanksgiving. Because I think maybe they play two times this year. And yeah. I think it needs, yeah. Like, hey, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with it, but it's going to be Thanksgiving time in that in that household. Yeah, probably. It probably just, you know, somebody will get the turkey leg or something like they do on Fox. Yeah. But, uh way I'm looking at this, first of all, I've made it pretty clear. Patrick, the pillow fight last week, just with Ellis, I mean, come on. And then, you know, you got Grim, who, I mean, they're the fake, he's the fake ID. He's the fake ID of our fantasy league. He's going to put up some points, but he's just going to be okay. He's not that good. This is the first time you'll ever hear me say this, but I'm taking Grim Woo! because of the pillow fight, Patrick's pillow fight, Patrick's. <laughs> All right, Brett versus Ian. Brett versus Hot Dog Water. 
I mean, if if Brett if Brett wins this one, there the chocolate starfish are there too. It's the chocolate starfish and the hot dog flavored water. I got Brett by a mile. <laughs> Ian, what I, do you what do you have to say? He's got a good team, but man, my team's going to show up one of these weeks, and I don't think it. Uh, They're starting to do right now. I feel for uh, whoever I'm up against. They're starting to right now. I mean, we're doing this on a Thursday, so this is weird. I got some live scoring going on while I'm making my picks. But uh, I still like Brett. The quarterbacks, that's one of the biggest keys to his team. And then homie uh, Ibrahim, however you say his name, I like him too. Um I don't think Ian gets a victory this week. He's going to put up another 200-plus points, but he loses to Brett, which, you know, I'm sorry, Ian. It's just a rough year. 0-4. That would be tough. Tough All right. Then we got the final pick of the week. We got Corey versus Big L, as we call him, Ellis. I hate this matchup. Literally hate this matchup. <laughs> Corey's team can score. Ellis's team can score sometimes. I mean, they're just very hit or miss. Um, I don't like it, but I think I think Corey gets that dub, and I think it's close. I think it's like a two hundred to one hundred ninety point game this week. Okay. I think that's pretty consistent. So that would be that would be what two would it be so when did Chad get his first loss was that week week one and then one two and then uh, yeah he's been very up and down this would be this would not be a good feeling like there's sometimes when you're like two and two and you're like okay I feel pretty good about my team this would be if he loses this one this would be I mean a little depressing. Not a good feeling two and two team. He lost you week two. Week two, okay. So when you put up three sixty and he had two fifty two. I mean, I don't even remember those games because I put up so many points. Get used to. Also, I mean, I don't want to break the news on the podcast, but Grim's boy McCall stacked stacked up thirty two points, and now he's got a leg injury. Got hurt at the end of the game. Grim's got something. Grim's got something with like quarterbacks getting hurt. Travis last week got hurt in the game. McCall, I mean, waits till like the fourth quarter to get hurt. But I, I just don't think the quarterbacks want to play for him. That's all there is to it. Well, no, I mean, he's the fake ID. He's the Iowa Hawkeyes. The quarterbacks don't even want to play for the Hawkeyes because they can't. I've heard. These are rumors, rumors that Grimm doesn't want his quarterbacks throwing more than 12 times a game. He says that the Bears have a plan and they're, you know, they've just had some bad luck, but throwing it just, you know, roughly 12 times a game is, is the way to win. That's why he likes Malik Willis so much, too. <laughs> Completion percentage is under 50%. All right, well, let's get into NFL Week 2. Ian, take us away. 
Yeah, so uh, going off of Corey's notes here, but I'll add my my own Bel- two cents. Belleville's, Belleville's notes. I'm sorry, who did I, who did I say? You, yes, said Co- you said Corey. I mean, Grant- I'll try not to give Belleville credit when <laughs> you don't want to, you know. There you go. So first matchup of week two that we had last week, um, Belleville himself first Corey. I think that's why I said it. Yeah, yep. Uh, so Jacob gets the win. Uh, he had some pretty strong performances at the quarterback position. Mr. Lamar Jackson put up 48.62. And then his his boy, Jalen Hurts, 35.02. So hell of a hell of a performance from his QB room. Um, and then on the, the Corey side, he had some bad luck starting Gabe Davis, which uh, – what was the story there? Was He just was questionable, didn't make it into the starting lineup, didn't show at all, I believe, right? Yep. And then uh, also had a bad injury to Trey Lance, one of his quarterbacks. Yes, so tough. That kind, of, that kind of put a damper into things. Even Josh Allen couldn't help, uh, couldn't help him last week. But, um, so Quit. yeah, Bell, Bell got the, the close win, 187 to 181 and change. I want to talk some real football here, and I'm I'm a 49ers fan. I'm real nervous about the 49ers franchise because you trade up to get Trey Lance, and I don't think he played much of his senior year. He sits all last year, plays the one game. So he's going to be like about three years removed from playing football, really. He's played a couple games. Yeah, he and, didn't play at all his senior year because they didn't play. And then, so then he's going into year four of his contract, and we haven't seen him play. And I don't know if they pay Jimmy G next year. So then you have to let him play. Like, it's, it's going to be a little frightening. And I don't know if they give him a fifth-year option because then you have to give him, like, this bonus, but then you could, and then there's the franchise tag. I just think the 40, like it's bad. It's some bad luck, but I'm just nervous about the 49ers quarterback situation going forward. I think you First let, of all, they're going to be okay. They've got Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're fine. Future starter. Second of all, if Trey Lance can throw the football, like he can throw one dollar bills at a strip club, <laughs> you might be all right. I, uh, but you don't know. I think that that you you let Jimmy G walk next year. You have to, and then you just play Lance. He plays well, awesome. He doesn't play well. Draft draft. I mean, you probably have a high draft pick. So, I, I, but it. Yeah, I mean, because he didn't play because of COVID, because they didn't play at all. Okay. Then he didn't play last year. And obviously, he plays he didn't really play this year, except plays. for in a pour down, pouring down rain. Yep. So. The one good thing I do want to say, though, it, it's a bone fracture, better than like tendons or whatnot. So you break, oh, a, sure. break a bone, it heals up, it's fine. So. All right, that's my real football talk, but that was something I've been thinking about and mulling over the last couple of days. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I can uh, yeah, tweet your, your Steelers are starting to uh, 
He's out. Take a take a while. Take a schlick in there. Um, yeah, I was just going to say, yeah, that's going to be interesting how the 49ers handle that. My mind goes to my team, the Packers, and what are they going to do with uh, the Aaron Rodgers drama and, and Jordan Love? I mean, he's going to be – he's barely seen the field either. And, and what? I don't know. It's going to be interesting. So, um, next matchup that we have here, uh, Luke and Nate. Uh can we skip it? Can we skip it? Let's just skip it. Pretend like it didn't even happen. <laughs> Jesus. So, I believe that's called Luke versus bye week. Yep. So, yeah, uh, I think Belleville put here, you know, bye weeks are over. Uh, I think the, <laughs> the name goes away, I think, because uh, bye week showed up. Um, and then, yeah, is, 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 this the, is this the turn for Nate's team? Is it, Are we going to start seeing a transformation here? Or is this just a, a one-hit wonder? So, um, let me pull up that matchup. So, yeah, 223.48 is what Nate put up. Luke, you had 198.48. I had the second most points in the league and lose to this Nimrod putting up Peyton Hillis type. I don't even know what year that was when he was a, a stud. Gosh, it's just so frustrating to put up the second most points and then lose to just such an inferior team. Just awful. Especially I mean, a guy that plays a quarterback like the Matt Ryan that gets him 1.8 points. I know. Think if he had two quarterbacks. The guy put all of his money on the Jets and it paid off. Dang it. <laughs> well, he did have a, a few other quarterbacks throughout his roster. Uh with the way the score worked out, I mean, Jalen Waddle just went ham, forty point one zero. Yeah, that would have been that would have been great if that wouldn't have all happened. The Dolphins just went ham, and then uh, you know Garrett Wilson too, uh, pretty good showing, thirty points. I guess yeah. you know a, a blind dog finds a bone every once in a while, but I mean, Nate's team kind of looked like it was last year, just. A powerhouse there for a week, and just unfortunately, I ran into the buzzsaw that that was Nate. They give apparently, I gave him too much, or Belleville and I gave him too much bulletin board material this week, and he used it against me. So that's all right, bulletin board material won't stop. I'm coming. Tweet suck this dick. (laughs) And yeah, Luke on your side, man, a couple of um, household names just didn't have their. Their regular um, week. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, 21. Uh, Devontae didn't even get into double digits. He was 9.2. Yeah, I, I talked about on the podcast. I was like, I got real big Waller vibes. Week one last, week, last year, he had like 19 targets, 17 targets, whatever. And then just like was never used again. And then here he's got, like, four targets, two receptions. Luckily, he got a touchdown. But, like, Jesus, what are you seven. doing? They targeted him seven times. But Did they? I mean, it's still Derek Carr throwing him a little. God, it was just so frustrating. I mean, yeah, just some of the guys you're going to be leaning on week to week just didn't show up. Jamar Chase, 10, 10.8. DK I mean, Metcalf. the Cincinnati Bengals are just not there right now. Super Bowl they spent money on an offensive line, and they still can't protect Burrow. Just amazing. I don't know. Yeah. 
DK with Geno, 7.5. You know, Dalvin Cook, the Eagles kicked their butts. He didn't even get to 10. So, yeah, it's kind of a disappointing week there, Luke. Tweet, do I need to be nervous? Do I need to, like, fire sale all my guys? What's going on here? What should I do? I mean, I would probably hold on to a couple players. But, <laughs> um, but if you can go get Joe Flacco, go get him. He's, he's, he's clearly better than Patrick Mahomes because he put up 34 points last week. I, I think I'll probably try to go get the Sun God, Amon Ra. I like that guy. He <laughs> <laughs> says, not so fast. <laughs> he's, one, he's, one, he's, he's a bright spot for me so far. Man, the former champ pointing out one bright spot. <laughs> not a good year for him. It's about to turn around, Tweet. Oh, boy. All right, next matchup. Patrick first Big L. Uh, so yeah, Patrick was able to get the win here, 184.34 to 165.7 uh, for Chad. Um, <laughs> Belleville had here, had here uh, Aaron Jones and Kristen Kirk were both seen pointing, yelling, and laughing at Big L as they were leaving the field. When asked what they were saying, they both said in unison, we were calling him a cellar dweller. Big L moves to 0-2 on the season. So, uh, a few things here. What, Donovan people Jones might have not just shouldn't have showed up. He put a, a goose egg up for Chad. You know, Russell Wilson and Daniel Jones, that's not a very uh, – probably a very good QB week, week to week. But uh, – and then on Patrick's side, yeah, Aaron Jones and Kristen Kirk were the, were the bright spots, which Nobel pointed out. You guys getting feedback? What's yeah, I'm getting some. I'll keep going here. Uh, so the next matchup, uh, tweet first Grim. <laughs> I'll just read Bell here again. So ISU over Iowa, tweet over Grim, Kenny Pickett over all those second year QBs on Grim's team. Losing in this fashion to a hated rival has certainly taken its toll on management. Since this game, it has been reported Dennis hasn't left his house. Shipments of ice cream and Kleenex have been delivered daily. Yes, covers from his illness. <laughs> Tweet, how how does it feel to win this one? I mean, it feels great. I mean, everybody thought Grimm was going to be a top-tier team, but, I mean, I think there's a stat out there. Derrick Henry has a total of two touchdowns or two first downs this year. Um, so that's not good for your fantasy team. Um, yeah, and, I mean, we're just going to let it. Hey, he's got we're three. We're let the team do the talking. Tweet, he's got a touchdown, so let's count it as three first downs. All right, we'll let that slide, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, then he's got a suspended Mike Evans. I mean, the team's in shambles. They clearly don't want to play for him. I mean, obviously, Mike Evans doesn't want to play for him. Made it pretty evident. So, Tough I mean, is back. he going to start Justin Fields? I mean, probably going to. Probably going to have to, but then you know you're only probably getting roughly three pass attempts this week. 
Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, the guy's such a big believer in Mac Jones. He might as well just throw him in there. Yeah. Yeah, show – like, use this as an audition, Grim. Put Mac Jones out there. Show – like, have the league see what he can do. Put him on notice. And then maybe somebody makes a trade for him. But, uh – I, uh – tweet, you have Cooper Cup. How many targets does he have? And he's been targeted 29 times this year. I think he's got 24 receptions too. 24 receptions on 29 reception or on 29 targets. How many? Ian, do you know how many times uh, the Bears have thrown the ball? I did have it up there, didn't I? Come back to me. I'm pulling it up. Well, I'm pretty sure it's 28 times. So, the, so they've thrown yep. 28 times, 15 completions. 15 completions, 28 attempts to Cooper Cup's 29 targets. Woof. They should really look into hiring an offensive coach. That might be a good idea. Well, you want to? Do we have much to break down on this matchup? Is there? Is there much? I mean, there's a few things. Obviously, Graham didn't get his usual um, production from Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry. That helped you out. Tweet. Um, Give me that Tua vibe. Yeah, I mean Tua, man, what a week for for Mister Tagaviola. He's back. 50, Fifty burger, man. That's gonna be like a normal weekly thing now, and if Aaron Rodgers can. Do the same. I, I'm unstoppable. There's a, there's a few guys holding you back though. Tweet Kyle Phillips, um, then Cedric Wilson. Who is Kyle Phillips? Actually, got you negative points. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean, thanks thanks Tua for for carrying you. But uh, no, a couple other bright spots. Obviously, Cooper Cup, Luke, you already mentioned, and then man, Drake London looks to be um, an impressive rookie. I have a question. At one point, do we – so at some point we we have the big names that we just refer to as like one names. Like if I say Adams, you're like, all right, Devontae Adams, Rogers. You know, you, you have these guys that you just name with like one name and, and you, you get it. When, when do we put Drake London in that? And then do you say London or Drake? I mean, you already have a, a rapper, Drake. Like, hey, do you say it as Drake or is it, hey, London? I mean, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. I mean, if we could get a Falcons fan on here, I'm sure he would have some insight on that. But Well, that's going to be tough to find. No one's a Falcons fan, especially after that Super Bowl. Pretty sure yeah. they all, yeah, they they don't want a part of that franchise anymore. So, I think London's value is just through the roof right now. So, so you just said London. So you're already on a first name, like you're on a one name basis already. So that two weeks is the answer apparently for tweet. So London. I mean, I'm a little biased because he's on my football team. But. Gotcha. Right. Next match. The last one, Dorch. Man, he just kind of came out of nowhere. Man, he seems to be a, a solid receiver for Arizona up to this point. So, congrats for picking him up, man. Yep, yeah, found found him off of waivers in a, 
in as deep of a, as our league is, that's a, a pretty solid pickup. No idea where he came from, to be honest. All right, last matchup of week two then was myself, Team Brinker first, Brett. Oh, this one hurt, uh, Brett. Man, uh, he relied heavily on two stud wide receivers, and man, did they show up for him this week. Um, Mr. Tyreek Hill, 42. Stephon Diggs, 44.8. Man, it's going to be tough to beat his team if if they got that kind of production from two players. But uh, Brett was able to grind out a a win, took down down the reigning champ. So, um, yeah, Belleville points out 50% of his points coming from two players. Man, if you can get that kind of production, like I said, tough to beat. Um, and then Brett is the only one that stands at two and zero. Majority of our league after two weeks is one and one. So Brett is the lone one. When is Brett going to trust one of the highest powered offense quarterbacks? Jared Goff, baby. Who would have thought we would have said that they're scoring like thirty some odd points a game, and and he won't play him. He's still playing Jameis. Like, you got to put Goff in that lineup. He would have he would have wiped me out <laughs> if Goff was sitting in the starting lineup. So, yeah, Winston didn't even get to double digits. And then Baker. Um, Goff went for four TDs. Yeah. yeah. Goff at 30, 34 points. So, yeah. Um, I do, say, do have to say that in our league, I think, I think the – NFL side's probably the most fluid side we had. Yep. The point scoring is so close week to week so far that we could see a very wishy-washy, we'll see who makes the playoffs kind of. Yeah, and I'll get to it when we get to the rankings. But, yeah, especially after two weeks here, man, it was it was pretty difficult to put together rankings uh, up to this point. Like I said, the majority of the league is one and one. Um and we're all kind of right there. It's, it's up for the taking. So, All right, um, let's get into those power rankings. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, NFL Week 3 power rankings. Um, so, Grim and I decided that uh, we still agreed on the top three teams. So, there was no changing that. Stayed the same. Luke 1, Grim 2, uh, Belleville 3. When we get to the four spot, Brett moves up two points uh, based on his record and performance up to this point. And then uh, Nate jumps up five spots. This is our this is our biggest move uh, since we took over the power ranking. So, um, yeah, Nate, big jump, monster performance. Um, and then... Right after Nate tweets, sits at number six, up one spot from last week. Myself, uh, down three spots with the loss. Corey, down three spots to eight. Patrick remains at nine. And then uh, we moved um, Mr. Big L into the cellar. I just, I just want to say, Nate, you're welcome for helping you move up five whole fucking spots. I mean, you beat anybody else. It's like, oh, we'll give you know, give them a, you know, go up a spot or two. But like, I mean, I'm sure you putting up as many points helped. But like, I mean, 
it was me who helped to get you there. I at least got you four of those fucking spots, so thank you're welcome, Nate. Yeah, I think I think Nate's I mean, he's overachieving right now. He's he's going back to reality after this week and He's been overachieving for years. Like he got married, out punted his coverage. I mean it's nothing new to Nate. Nothing new to Nate. He took, you know, he's coaching a East Union baseball team. I mean, he led them to a couple wins this year. It was like I think probably the most that they've had in their school program. But it's not the coaching; it's the kids, it's the talent. I mean, well, we know it's not the coaching. Yeah, we see it in fantasy. I mean, we've seen it for years. To be honest, there's no way it's the coaching. So, the yeah, he's he's been outperforming for years. I think somebody thinks it is the coaching, and it's not Nate either. No. There's one person out there that believes in coaching. I think Belleville always brings him up. Yeah, you're, you're right. It's probably Belleville. Belleville believes in the coaching. That's right, yeah. That argument we had with him about coaching just blows my mind. So what what kind of notes do you have here, Ian, for, for our power rankings? So, yeah, I, I touched on them a little bit as I was walking through them. But, yeah, at this point, man, it was difficult to put together this list. I think there's there's a bunch of us just grouped together right there at 1-1. One and one. Uh, I mean, Brett sits at 2-0. and oh. We we felt uh, we couldn't move him higher than that because we still feel those top three teams uh, roster-wise and future, out, future forecasts. Um, Brett's team, you know, relying so heavily on those two wide receivers, we just uh, – we need to see more uh, before he gets bumped up there. Obviously, if he keeps winning, he's going to find his way there. But uh, And then, obviously, Nate with the monster jump. Um, hell of a performance last week. But uh, at this point, after two weeks, man, it was tough. I think you guys can agree. We're all just kind of we're all just kind of right there, and this thing's up for the taking. So it's going to be fun. Tweet exactly what you said, man. Uh the, the points are going to be pretty consistent week to week, and it's it's really going to make this league fun on the NFL side. I can't wait. I'm number one on both sides, bitches. Come come get it. Come get it. Nate's trying to come on the college side, thinks he can upset me on the NFL side and just come on the college side. It's like, whoa, 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 slow your roll, punk. I'm the I mean, defending. you're going down this week on the college side, so it just doesn't matter. Tweet, your team's so inferior to mine. Like, you are gonna play Sam. Is it Sam Hartman against me? They play Clemson, whose defense is just gonna clobber them. And and you're gonna play Jackson Smith Nigba. <laughs> and I got Ijibuka. I don't even know how to say these guys' names. Obviously, he's gonna run. He's just gonna fucking run you out. Are, so, so you think Abuka outproduces JSN? I mean, has he not all year? I mean, I mean, he was out one game for an injury, so. Well, sorry, he's a bitch. All right. Well, we'll bet we'll bet a beer on it. Deal. And then next time, I mean, because you're not coming to Muscatine, so next time I'm in Ankeny, we're getting a beer. <laughs> And you owe me a beer because JS, JSN, what do we want to say? JSN, like real, I mean, fantasy football-wise, outproduces 
He's going to have more fantasy points. More fantasy points than Abuka. I'm down for that. <laughs> so Unlike Donkey Kong. I mean, there's a chance Sam doesn't get a play this week because I still have Cam Ward that's just throwing up points too, so... No, maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. Now it's like, oh my gosh, the wise Luke. I'll have to listen to his advice and I'll have to pull Sam and then Luke's no, going to lose. No, my roster's never set until Saturday morning when I'm shitting. That, that's a good call. I'm sure I just set your lineup for you, so don't worry about it. That's so where you, the bear makes his picks. So if you're if the you, bear picks his lineup. If you end up winning, it's because I helped you and it's tainted and it doesn't really matter. I'm a little upset right now. The Steelers just lost. It's fucking bullshit. Just going final. Just going final. Of course, you give up a defensive touchdown to end it. What? It's Kenny Pickett time. I never thought I'd ever say that. After my hissy fit in Mexico. <laughs> oh, man. 29-17. Steelers moved to 1-2. and two. Kenny Pickett time. So the what did the did the Browns get an interception there or what? It was a last minute uh, hail mary pitched the ball back and then Steelers just pretty much threw it in the end zone for the Browns to recover. I'm going up against the Browns defense in another league and I did not need that. They had a Amari Cooper in the Browns defense while I had Nick Chubb going. So that Chubb got a touchdown. What's that? Chubb did get a touchdown. So that's depressing of. The, the Browns get that touchdown, damn it. Anyways, well, enough listening about other fantasy football leagues. we got our own to talk about. But that will do it for us this week. So, um, Ian, Bear, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, we'll do our next episode next Wednesday, uh, the 28th at 9 p.m. So look for a late night uh, drop or early morning drop. We'll, we we will recap our week four college league matchups and then our NFL week three. So things are starting to take shape on the NF or the college football side. So you need to start thinking: Are you a contender or are you a pretender? We had tweet already say say he's going for it. He's coming. He thinks he's a contender. Ian goes down. Is he a pretender? Is he selling pieces off? To be determined, and always remember, start your studs. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Luke, thanks for having us. This was fun. Hopefully, Tweet and I uh, stepped in and, and uh, filled uh, Belleville's shoes. Big I, sh- think we, I think we exceeded everything Belleville ever does on this podcast. <laughs> so, hey, I appreciate you guys coming on and, and hope to have you guys on again talking with Bears Picks. Um, Ian and Grim putting up their power rankings. Thanks a lot, guys. Toodles. Thanks. Have a good night.